Thank you for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. This is the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. We're going to review how we did in Oakland, look ahead to San Diego, try to help you guys make some picks, man. It's been a fun year. Cogra Nation, uh, very strong in uh, in Oakland, so we thank the thank those guys as well. Uh, thank Koga for making the show and uh, making a lot of fun out there. Well, for the most part, anyways, a lot of stress also. 100%, they're on this podcast. They are, they are the clear global leader in off-road goggles. They make a lot more than that, though. They make the Geico merch. They make uh, sunglasses. They make premium T-shirts. Technical Fleece, 100% has something for everyone on or off the track. Fantasy 25 at checkout to save with those guys. Thank you, Inner West Hemp. CBD athletes for high impact, uh, ath- CBD products for high impact athletes, ranging from uh, CBD oil, topicals, gummies, a sleep support spray for that much needed rest and recovery. Pulp 20 at innerwesthemp.com. Get on board with the CBD stuff. I've tried it, I've used some of it. I, I like it. Uh, I honestly think it works. And uh, so please check it out. All Inner West Hemp products are third party tested for quality and content. So you know exactly what's in there. Reed, JGR, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, all using ProTaper uh, products. Uh, the Micro Bar, if you got a little one, please check them out. ProTaper, the same, same stuff that KGSC uses. Uh, little hands, little fingers, need a little bar and a little grip, right? It's a great idea. Micro Bar from the folks at ProTaper. And uh, please check those guys out. Flyracing.com as well. Uh, FR5 boot. Good mid-range boot. Chris Blos wore, wore it to uh, an Australian Supercross title. Uh, so Zombie Blos endorses that boot. Flyracing.com. Uh, thank you to those guys. And Yamaha as well. Giving away three YZFs to Pulp Mex Fantasy players this year. So that's pretty cool. Thanks to Motorsport and our jerky as well. And Inner West Hemp for our weekly prizes. Uh, Parabinos, Truman, Jason Thomas coming up shortly. But enjoy yourselves, everybody, for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. Hope you've been liking it. Uh, I know I have. And uh, let's get started with the podcast, shall we? And as promised on the Pulp Mex Fantasy podcast, we are going to recap Oakland. Look ahead to San Diego with me on the line. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please, again, as I said in the intro, check them out on the web. Uh, new and greatest things from the folks at Fly Racing coming for this weekend as well. It's exciting stuff for San Diego. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Just ready to celebrate a glorious weekend in Oakland. Wow. You deserve all the kudos that we're going to give you here shortly That's on this right. podcast. You were, hey, you were right along there with me. Yeah. You took the ultimate gamble with me. Um, also on the line from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh, not a whole lot. I definitely disagree. I got some bones to pick with JT on okay. on, on this. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But I definitely disagree on giving him kudos for some things. Okay. Also on the line, uh, not happy with fantasy, not want to do this podcast, doesn't want to talk about fantasy, but he's doing it anyways. From Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Yeah, what's up, Steve? Boys. I'm going to try to put on a smiley face, but it's hard. I am I am at my wit's end right now with how things have been going. <laughs> the all, when you broke it down on the text chain about your all-star selections, it really hit yeah, me. It really hit me. It really hit me yeah, on how things are going you. for you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks to Fly Racing and 100% Pro Taper and the folks at Inner West Hemp and, of course, Yamaha for this podcast. Uh, Oakland. Back to a regular format, although that day that day program was pretty sweet, uh, day-ish um, program. I got 220. Uh, JT, how'd you do? I tied with one Dan Truman with 250 points. Nice work. Uh, Dan, 250 for you. Good yep. job. Marks did not pick your team this time? Nope. I didn't have a rider. I had all the time in the world to mess it up. <laughs> also, uh, Paul, how'd you do? 203. That's two zero. Three. All right. Um, Oakland, high score 296. Pretty good job. We're getting Uh-oh. creeping up there. Uh, average score was 201. 31% of you picked the 250 first lap leader. Only 1.2 of you got it correct. And I'd, why would you pick Alex Martin, you 1.2% people? Why? Why would you ever think that Alex Martin would lead a lap? You know what? That's not that crazy. If you really want to start talking about the softer and how he's been at uh, starts like that. He's been good in Oakland, and he uses he's the only oh. one on the line using a Pirelli scoop tire, or, or that tire. Give me so, a break. Thank I'm you. Telling, Thank you, Paul. Thank you. I, I'm just saying it's not crazy, Paul. We we overthink all this stuff, but if you want to look at it, he's been good on those kind of starts. So what Yeah, we overthink it. We can come up with that theory. We would overthink it, but it wouldn't work. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. So I don't know the 1.2% who... 
I don't even know how many that is. That's not very many people. But, yeah, I mean, I think most people, well, those 31% had Forkner or Cooper. Or Yeah. Uh, so 25% of you picked the 451st to the finish line. Ryder in Oakland, 53% of you got it right. Ken Roxon, Dan, did you get it right? I did get it right. Nice work. Did you get your 250 guy right? Or did you pick a Absolutely two? not. I had I had Austin Forkner. And Paul, JT, did you pick any first to the finish line? Paul. Did, 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 Sorry, I, was about to I did not. I was, um, I was no, I did not. desperately hoping that Ken yeah. Roxon would not get there first. Yeah, I did not either. Uh, just Especially it was like three turns, man. So. Well, I knew everybody was going to pick Roxon. And I'm just like, please, anybody but Roxon, please, please, please. And nope. There he comes. <laughs> All right. Let's get into uh, Oakland, uh, how we did. Right now in the admins uh, category, JT is leading. Dan is next. I'm third. Then it's uh, Paul and Marks. Uh, fantasy points, 46 points. Aaron Tanty, season best finish for him. 46 points for Koga. Taiki Koga. 38 points for Luke Clout, the man. 38 points for Luke Clout. 38 for Lieb. 34 for Costello. Drake got 34. Um, pick trend, 42%. Pick McAdoo, who was our lead pipe locks from last week. Uh, Justin Cooper, 37%. Uh, Luke Clout was 34 Tanty was 30%. That's pretty high for Tanty, and he rewarded those people. Ferrandis was next at 24 and it drops off from there. For myself... I had Luke Clout, uh, handicap one. Um, yes, he's been crashing, but uh, I thought he, he looked really good in practice. I think he was qualified pretty well, if I remember right. Um, I remember looking at him and thinking, yeah, like he looks good. Uh, yeah, he qualified fifth, exactly. So I saw that fifth place time and grabbed Luke Clout, uh, and he got uh, 38 points, so nice work for him. Uh, Justin Cooper was my all-star, as we talked about last week. I'm just... It's going back and forth between all those guys, those top three guys. Uh, it was Cooper's turn. He went to the LCQ. Stressed on that, but I, I thought he could make it through um, and, and get on the podium. Even if he got that fourth, which he was a fourth until the last lap, he was still maxed out, so I was okay with that. Uh, my other guy was uh, Koga. I picked Koga Nation. Um, just qualified. 22nd. Qualified 22nd. They take 22 to the main. Harmon was behind him, and Harmon had had an awful day. I was like, well, maybe Howell can get in there, or this Camparese guy from Italy, maybe he can get in there. But I was looking at the guys behind Koga that could beat him, and I didn't see too many. Our guy Ludovic was not in the mix. So uh, Harmon, like I said, had been hitting the ground a couple times. Uh, He had a rough day. So I went with Koga. JT was um, very high on Koga. We'll We'll let JT describe his heat race. And uh, Koga was my guy. And my last pick, just terrible, just garbage. I mean, I just I felt so good from going with Koga that I went with that Zylon Ramella uh, from Switzerland. <laughs> he qualified 17th. I'm like, oh, sweet. I know he's been there. He was there at A1 or A2. He'd raced another race before. I, I, it was a terrible pick. It was never going to work. I don't know how he got that one lap. If you looked at his other laps... They weren't near there. It was just, hold on, how many people picked him? Uh, 6.8% people. We're all idiots. All of us are idiots. That was a, I don't know why I did that. It's top 10 regret of my life. I got no excuse. Uh, go ahead, JT. Well, I have a rule on the Ramella character. I don't pick people I've never heard of, and I had never heard of this person. Um, I don't even remember seeing his name on the handicap list, and we were setting them. I literally did not know this person was in existence, so he I raced, was never going to pick. He raced earlier this year, too. I, I understand. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. just telling you, I've right. never heard of this person. Uh, so he was out for me. Uh, really, it came down to just Koga. Was I going to pick Koga or was I not going to pick Koga? That was the the only real question mark on my team. Um, I was very nervous about Luke Clout. He just crashes a lot, but... Uh, yeah, okay. I just he hold, looked really good in practice, hold, hold and I just you, had to go with it. You cannot gloss over. You cannot gloss over the Koga selection. I'm not so, done. Oh, okay, right. I'm not done. Um, but the rest of my team kind of picked itself. Like Carson Brown looked really good. He rides conditions like Oakland, like deteriorated right. track. And right. wait, wait, hold on. Let me chime in here. This in the podcast last week, I mentioned, mentioned Carson Brown. He rides in this stuff. He's good. And you told me. Or you said to our listeners, he's lost his value. He and I believe he had. Yeah. I mean, he he did. He wasn't even. He wasn't in the top five of point scores. 
I mean, he got 30 points, though. So I understand, but I, I'm not going to pick he was fifth, uh, fifth Mitchell Falk. Points. He, was, he was the fifth highest point scorer. So, I mean, he was not the fifth highest point scorer. 46, 38, 34, 32, 30. That's fine. No, no. 46, 46, 38, 38, 34, 34, 32, 32, 30. That's Carson Brown, 30. Uh, okay. I get what you're saying. Look at it two ways. Either way, you picked him after you told everybody he didn't have value. Are you, are you, are you being honest to our listeners here, JT? Yes, he was on my team all day. Okay. Okay. Yep. You, did, you did say that, JT, for sure. Uh, no, of course I did. But I, in – the argument I, I'm making, I do believe he had lost value, um, but at the same time, I didn't feel like there was really anybody else that I could really pick. Um, the one thing I felt sure of with Carson Brown, and he kind of proved that, um, is that he can come from further back and still get into the top 12. Uh, I was just hoping he would get double points. I didn't love Carson Brown. I honestly expected him to get somewhere between 11 and 13, which he did. He, he could have been much better. I think he would have got ninth if he didn't crash on the first lap. Um, but I stand by my statement. I think if you look at his season, most of his value had already been taken away. Uh, I wasn't being uh, trying to hide anything there. I just don't think – I mean, he started out as a nine beginning of the season. So that was really my point. I just – I wasn't willing to pick a guy like Mitchell Falk. He's been really shaky this season. I could not pick Derek Drake. I could not pick Michael Lieb. Uh, Aaron Tanty rode much better than I expected, so I wasn't. I didn't really think he was going to do what he did. I certainly didn't think he would get ninth place at uh, at Oakland. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really anything other than none of none of the other guys really stood out. So I was kind of forced to pick Carson Brown. Okay. On the Koga thing, uh, I. Picked and unpicked him, I'm going to guess, 10 times in the last 30 minutes. Um, I had people tweeting me saying, you're killing me with changing your team. But I couldn't decide. I really could not decide. I knew it was going to be exactly like it was. If he made it, it was going to be the most dramatic qualification you've ever seen. And if he didn't, it was going to be heartbreak. I just, I just knew it was going to be close. And his, his heat race, I cannot believe they didn't show it on TV. Uh, whoever's the spotter for television should be ashamed of themselves for not showing this battle. Uh, it was easily the most entertaining race of the night, and I say that with the Cooper Webb pass at the end, with the Ferrandis and Forkner battle, with the Moseman Forkner battle. Nothing it, can come close to the battle that Taiki Koga had. It was that good. Race. It was epic, but I don't know if it was the best race of the night. You'll never convince me otherwise. <laughs> if you didn't pick him for Papa Mex Fantasy. You'll never convince me otherwise. If you had, if he had a GoPro on, it was, he would be able to sell that footage anyway. Uh, it ABC, was phenomenal. I'm with you. News, no problem. I'm with you. Was, now you had no Koga inside info when you jumped on the pod last week. No, I don't speak Japanese. Okay, because he was notice he was better this week. Twenty seconds, not that much better, but better. Was it better? I don't really. I don't know. I don't, think he's ever, he, I don't think he's he ever. I don't think he's ever. Definitely qualified. wasn't better. He definitely wasn't better. I have inside Koga knowledge, and he wasn't better. He, well, I don't think he qualified inside the top twenty-two this year. Has but he? he crashed every single time he was on the track. And but Oakland. that's that that's nothing new. That's nothing new, Dan. He crashes a lot. That's nothing new. But literally, JT, JT. we were in the press box going, "All right, Koga's going to do a fast lap." Everybody in the press box was watching him, and he would crash, and then he would do another fast lap. And he would crash. On his actual fast lap, he almost crashed like three times. I believe so, this was his best qualifying of the year. Uh, maybe. But there was no, like, we've changed our setup. There was no that break better. like Dan said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was literally, what, four inches from not I, qualifying? I don't understand. Right? I don't understand why you people can't be happy for us. I'm fine. I mean, it was I'm, a I'm, upset. I, I'm more upset that I, I gambled all the way through, and I didn't pick yeah. him. I picked. I gambled. I mean, I'm upset with myself. I'm a, I'm a gambler, and I didn't pick him. Listen, I told you guys that I was going to play it safe early, and I was going to take some risks at some point, and I did. I, I mean, it was. I told you guys I was going to pick him on Wednesday, and all I did was follow through on it. So mm. okay. anybody that's mad about it, I mean, I don't know if you understand how close it was to being a disaster. Paul, what, uh, what do you have to say about Koga? I, I wanted to pick him, too, and I'm not mad at JT for picking him. Or of co- I mean, uh, it's awesome that you scored so many points, but I just I want to know if you looked at the heat race lineup and you still – and you looked at it and you said, yeah, he can do it out of this heat race. Because he's – you know, there's eight guys in front of him that have made every main event. 
Then there's Logan Carnell, multiple main events. Michael Lieb, who's 10th, multiple main events. Taki Koga's 11th. And then Lorenzo Camprosi, who's 12, also multiple main events. So I'm looking at it and saying, he ain't getting nine out of this group. It wasn't there's good. There's just no fucking way. Yeah. It wasn't good. You guys missed, I don't know, maybe Dan watched it. It was, Camparese was trying to kill him. Lieb got by him. Carnell. Camparese, Camparese passed him and then went off the track in the same spot twice. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was like as if, it was as if the fantasy gods, Dan, were, was pushing Camparese out of the way for us. Yeah. yeah and, it was the race what? of the night. Thank you. Just please admit you guys got fucking really lucky. <laughs> Absolutely. Koga Nation. Thank you. Koga. Yeah, I mean, I don't think JT's denying it. I mean, he got Koga got really lucky. Uh, Lieb crashed in the first turn. Logan Carnell crashed. The other dude was just jumping off the track every lap. And how like, about Carnell? Like, like he had every way to get by him there, and Carnell just blew it. Just, just blew well, it. Well, Carnell tried to pass him way too early, like in the first before the start straight, and then in the last turn, I couldn't see the last turn from oh, where I was. But yeah, it, I heard he was really close. It was exhilarating. It was. <laughs> It was intense. It was JT. It was the most. I don't know what it's like giving birth, but I imagine it's like this: watching Koga. Have you ever almost gotten in a car crash and then, like, two minutes later, you had that cold, like, jittery feeling? That's how I had for like an hour. I would after equate the, yeah, the heat race. I would equate the heat race to jumping off a cliff with no parachute and surviving. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, if. If I thought this was some sort of lock, like, of course it was lucky. I wouldn't have taken him off my team ten times in the last 30 minutes if I thought it was a lock. I knew he yeah. was going to get a, have to no, get lucky. It, it was a gamble, but it was a good gamble, honestly. Like, it was the one weekend that he was faster and that he had road press. And, like, I mean, whatever. It was it was a good gamble. I'm, I'm mad at myself because I gambled in the 450 class, and I, and I didn't take Koga. That's why I'm I mean, between, between the heat and the LCQ, Every week, he's been right there, right? He's been crashing. He's been all over the place, but he's been right in the mix. So you just had to basically say, was he going to do the same thing at crash again, or was he actually going to follow through? And it was basically just time for me to gamble. And luckily, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I got super lucky. I mean, the, if you watch him ride, every lap that he completes without crashing is super lucky. Nation. I'm bitter. I'm bitter. I looked at the heat race, and I said, nope, it ain't happening this weekend. I'm going to save him, and we're going to do it together at San Diego. And I'm bitter. J- JT, actually, I'm bitter. JT actually ran to, to sort of justify his reasoning at the race. He ran it to the point of, I think, we're the closest place to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. ran that again in the press box where he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, we're close to Japan. He's feeling well, it. I mean, we, the, I mean, in, the Bay Area in, has a heavy Asian population, so you've got to figure at every yep. meal and at the stadium, he's going to see more of his countrymen than at any other event. <laughs> so why not turn out for your home race? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Koga has a lot more people who know about him, I'll tell you that. Everybody in the press box knows about him. Everyone at the race knows and, about him. And I don't even know what happened in the main. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Or solid. Well, he's a 16. You don't care. No, that's what I mean. I'm like, I don't even care. I don't care if Koga launches off the finish line. I don't care if Godzilla gets him. It doesn't matter. Uh, you should have been doing keg stands after the first race. It was, Paul. I wanted to light up a smoke. I just, I couldn't believe it. It was. I would have loved to get him disqualified somehow for that doc, doc well, or something. No, listen, listen, up for that listen. LCQ. For people, for people want to know how Dan is. After Koga makes it, Dan texts us and goes, "Hey, I'm on the floor here. Koga cut the track and is getting getting knocked out." <laughs> that's you gotta a, know better than that. That's, that's a, Dan's move. Oh no, I know, but that's Dan Truman for you, everybody. <laughs> oh man, I'm a Koga supporter. I, he uses our product. I'm a Koga supporter. So. <laughs> Except when it comes to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, could not get enough well. of posting Godzilla tweets yeah. about Koga. Yeah, couldn't get enough. No. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Also, uh, Dan Dunes took him. Uh, I, I think uh, I think MX Vice guy Lewis took him. Yeah, there were some Koga supporters up there. Seven percent. Glad you guys had a good time. Uh, Dan, who'd you have? Uh, I didn't have Koga for the reasons Paul said. We, we looked at the heat races, and I just I thought with his crashes, he doesn't do good when he's around people. So even in the qualifying <laughs> practices, when he was alone out front. He was okay. As soon as people got around him, he crashed. So I was like, he's not going to hole shot the heat. He'll probably crash. LCQ, whatever. So I passed on Koga. 
I did go with Tanty. Um, he's been getting better. I liked him at a seven. I know he's in really good shape. I thought the track would break down a lot. So that was a good pick for me. Luke Cloud also um, was a good pick. He was third best pick. Same reasons. I know Cloud's in shape. I know that track they've been riding in Hemet's been breaking down a lot uh, just from what the videos I've seen. So those guys were good. My mistakes came with not picking Koga and picking Jay Wilson. I was apparently all on the Aussie train. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the same reasons, I know Wilson's in good shape, and um, you know I know Paul's talked to him, and he's been training hard, and I just thought that he would ride into like a 14th or 12th or something like that. He had some crashes; he still got double points, but it wasn't great. Didn't he go down in that uh, second turn? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, so then, yeah, my big mistake came with I was Justin Cooper all week. I was Justin Cooper on the on the podcast. I don't know why I would think Justin Cooper wouldn't get top four. And I just happened to look at the picks and was like, man, Mosman's from here. He hasn't been worse than top five other than the one race at St. Louis when he had the issue. I was like, he's a lock at a top six. And I clicked them immediately. I was like, oh, I love it. And then uh, we know that Mosman went down with Wilson. And, uh, yeah, he, he hit his head or something. So he was out for the night. So, yeah, really got screwed on that because Mosman's will get into it, but he's not an all-star anymore. So me and Paul will lose points from this week and lose points uh, from the coming week in San Diego. Paul, who would you have? I just want to preface my speech here by saying I apologize in advance for anybody that I put on my fantasy team from here on out. Apparently, if you're on my team, your night won't go according to plan. According to history, according to your skill level, according to anything, and I feel bad, but um, I'll take you through everything here because I'm still quite emotional over it. It, it. I put in effort this weekend a lot. I was at home. I printed times. I researched hit, like past results. I was checking Instagrams. I was doing everything I could, and I had a short list of guys. It was Jay Wilson, Luke Clout, um, Michael Moseman, Koga. McAdoo, um, <clears throat> who else is on my short list? I think Carson Brown was even on my short list. So there's like six guys, and of course I picked, I just picked the wrong four out of all of them uh, once again. So my 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 thought process behind Clout was, yes, he's been crashing a bit. His finishes have been, um, you know, okay. I mean, he's gotten he's gotten a seventh, a sixth, a tenth, but with his great qualifying times in practice i was like oh man he's there's a lot of value there but then i wrote down how i think they would finish and i just did not see him getting fifth i just didn't i i thought you know ferrandis cooper forkner oldenburg um uh mcelrath a mark i think mcelrath mcelrath i had him at like i had him at like eighth eighth or ninth i just thought that that's what would would have happened but it went good for him obviously some guys crashed out so i missed him and yeah i missed a lot of points um i did have aaron tanty sorry he was on my short list he performed well so i had tanty um i had jay wilson jay wilson's fine he got in a big crash obviously but he still got double points but where it went off the rails is is i had mcadoo obviously mcadoo on my short list and i went with him and and i told myself i shouldn't have but again i I think I'm going to stop texting Ryan Holiday because I've gotten bad advice from him twice now. Um, and, yeah, he had he had McAdoo on his team. I knew he was rushing back from his lung injury. He has reason to be there racing and to get certain results. We, Dan and I know what those reasons are, and, and this is just too early. But, again, I just I figured he would be top six or so. And, and when you look at him compared to Luke Clout, I wasn't worried so much about practice. I just thought, hey, this guy's – He's better, and he's going to do better. And it didn't work out that way, so he didn't get any points at all. And then, and then, real the real real big frustration, which I cannot seem to get out of my own way about, is is how awful I've been with all stars. I, I thought Mosman was a great pick. I I had Steve Mathis in in my head saying, "Man, it's just it's good to take those high ones." And I had Dan Truman in my head from the podcast last week speaking about his friend that's saying he's taken these high handicapped all stars and he's gotten twenty six every time. So I'm thinking that, and I'm thinking, man, in the past three weekends, I've had I've had Ferrandis, Forkner, and Cooper, and I haven't gotten 26 with any three of them. So I'm going to go somewhere different. I'm going to go to Mosman. He's from that area. He hasn't done worse than fifth except for the one weekend he DNF, right? It's all pointing to be great, right? He wins his heat – or no, he doesn't win his heat race, but he's right up there in the heat race. Everything's looking great. And then, yeah, he DNFs the main event and uh, gets a 22nd. 
I get six points or whatever it is, and 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 let me break down my all stars for you. So Anaheim two, I take Forkner. I'm sorry. Let's go back to yeah. St. Louis. Uh, Oakland. I have oh. Mo- Oakland. I have Moseman. He gets 22nd. Glendale. I have Justin Cooper. We know what happened there. He crashed all night. I get, he gets ninth. Anaheim two. I have Forkner. He gets 17th. And St. Louis. I have Baranis. He gets 12th. So I, <laughs> I'm sorry to I, laugh. I, I, I can't. I just. I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah. I'm. Well, I lost. Well, my friend got my friend got 26 points again with All Star with a high number, but he picked Amart, not Moseman. So, um, right? Let me. Let me uh... Paul, it's amazing. By the way, it's amazing. Your all-star streak is amazing. Um, we're gonna we're gonna write about it for years afterwards. Um, so we three of us picked McAdoo for our hundred percent lead pipe lock of the week last week. And Dan, I think you said you just want to be different, so you didn't pick McAdoo, but you were leaning that way. Now only one of us on this phone call picked him, um, and our listeners might be like WTF, but I didn't like what I. I'll talk about what he was on my team. No doubt about it, but he qualified ninth. He looked. He went down in practice. I thought he looked a little sketchy in practice, like as far as clipping stuff and getting a little sideways. And I mean, he he sends it anyways. He's that kind of guy. But I didn't have a good feeling about McAdoo. It turns out I was right. Um, but I just, like I said, he was going to be on my team all the time. JT, what did you see to take him off? Just too sketchy. I don't know. Honestly, just a little, a little <laughs> okay. scared. I, I, to be fair though, I had a lot of different people on my team. So um, this weekend was more. I was trying to swing for the fences a little bit more than I would, and I don't know. Just all right. okay. All right. Well, that's we we all went with Magadoo. I, so. I took him off. I took him off only for the fact that. I knew his injury, and I don't know that his result had anything to do with his injury. Uh, I know getting hit in the chest by the wheel of uh, my All-Stars bike probably didn't help very much, but he was just sketchy, honestly. He had some scary moments in practice. I mean, then when yep. I seen the heat race, he was sending it to win. And, I mean, yeah, I just – I mean, his practice I, didn't look good, right? That's more mm-hmm. like the sketchiness for me was that. Like, I, I know he's a really good rider, but he didn't look – he didn't look like 100% to me in practice. He looked a little scarier than I would like for a guy, especially who's probably still hurt. Right, right. All right. Uh, He's going to crush it this week, though, huh, Paul? Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. It will. Uh, 450s from Oakland. Uh, Pro Taper, we want to thank the folks at Pro Taper. Since 91, they've led the way in premium control components. Through ideas like the one and one eighth panel bar and the micro bar, Pro Taper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding on motorcycles. Rockstar Husky, Geico Honda, JGR, Chad Reed, and multiple athletes put their trust in Pro Taper. ProTaper.com. Visit, uh, visit your local dealer or online e-tailer across the country for that. And I want to thank the folks at 100% as well. Uh, Webb, Sexton, Ferrandis, all using 100% last year to win Supercross titles. They all trust 100% with their vision. And 100%, the official goggle of Pulpamex Fantasy and all three Supercross champions. Visit 100%.com and use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel. Thanks to those guys, we're going to have the 100% lead pipe locks here right away. Uh, 450s from Oakland. Again, I went to my Dean Wilson Whisperer expert picks. Paul Parabinos, he had Dean. Dean looked good all day, uh, qualified well, so he was on my team. He was a handicap four because of uh, Glendale, and I went with him. He got a seventh. He was a 45.7 uh, pick trend, 42 points. Thank you, Dino. My next guy, my next two guys, I call complete bullshit on Dan Truman, and I'll, he'll get to that. The next two guys are Kate Ottenwright in his first main event of the year, Josh Cartwright in his first main event of the year. It's bullshit from Dan Truman. Uh, after that, fourth place, Kyle Chisholm, because Chiz is just going to Chiz. 34 points for him, handicap 11. Justin Hill was next, won a heat race. Handicap was two, but uh, killed it in the main event with an eighth and got 34. Then after that was Kyle Cunningham, 30 points for Kyle Cunningham. This was his first main in a couple of weeks, I believe. Pick trend, Dean Wilson. AC, the highest pick to trend all-star. Uh, Osborne after that, and JT and I will get to Osborne in a second here at 38%. Baggett, 29% uh, 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 pick trend. Cooper Webb was 27. Tomac was 24. Then, then Cunningham was 21. Myself, I had Dean Wilson, as I said. Kyle Cunningham, it was Cunningham or Chiz. Chiz Cunningham, Chiz Cunningham, Kyle Chisholm, Kyle Kyle, KC, KC. Um, I just thought that 
Cunningham would beat Chisholm in the main because Chiz has been off for a bit. Um, and I was wrong because Chiz is just going to Chiz. So they were the same handicap, and I was flipping a coin and thought Cunningham would beat him in the main event. He did not, though. Uh, but I had Cunningham. I had Cooper Webb as my all-star right away. First practice, he gets out there right away in the lead. Looks good. Fantastic. I, I was going to go AC at a six, but I just thought there's no way Webb misses the podium tonight. And I even picked him to win earlier that night on another text. So Webb, Webb Cunningham Wilson, my last guy was Osborne. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not get passed for double points in the last lap? Was he not the last lap? Like was, three laps to go. Oh, okay. I thought he was double until the end, but uh, started well and just went backwards. He was feeling a bit sick. I asked him about it. He said he was fine. Then JT I'm jumped. Happy. Then JT jumped in with, "I always believed you, Zacho." You know, basically making me look like crap for questioning Zacho. When? Uh, what? When? On our group before text. Yeah, before the race. I said, oh, Zacho, well, how are you feeling? I, I definitely wasn't texting that after the race. No, no, uh, before the race. I said, Zacho, how are you feeling? Because uh, him and I had talked on track walk. And then anyway, so Osborne was not good. Uh, JT, who'd you have? I had Dino. Um, I didn't think he was going to do as well as he did, but kudos to him. He rode really, really well. Uh, so I was just hoping for a decent finish, like a 10 to 12. But, yeah, I'll take a seventh. I had Cunningham, and he was actually killing it, and he jumped off the track and almost died. Uh, luckily, he didn't crash. He did lose all of his spots and then had to claw back into it. Uh, but he was he was in 16th, I believe, when he went off the track. I had Webb, and uh, I had Webb the whole time. I never took Webb off my team. Yep. Um, I just felt like he, him at a four was kind of a gimme. No, like we, I, had the same no, we had the same team then. You had, cause you had all we the, did, yep. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Zacho, I'm just a hard pass on his ride altogether. I'm not <laughs> happy with how that went. <laughs> All right, Paul. Um, my 450 team wasn't that bad. I actually had some expert-level picking happening over here, um, <clears throat> with the exception of one guy. But, yeah, I took Dino. I I talked to him about him on the podcast, and I knew just mentally where he was at following Glendale and how his week went that I thought he'd be great in Oakland. And he had to go through the LCQ like he did the year before, but still put in a great ride. And, and when Oakland beats down, the track gets, Beat up like that, that's when Dean shines. So he was on my team always and never left, and at least I was correct about that. Um, I I went Kyle Chisholm because Chiz is going to Chiz, and he was on my team for a long time, basically, too. I texted Kyle, told him that I was putting him on my team, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I, I uh, felt smart again after that as well. So that was awesome. He put up 34 points. Um <clears throat> I had my same kind of theory and thinking when it came to selecting an all-star. I had Cooper Webb the whole time. I saw all three of you guys had Cooper Webb also. And, again, I'm just like, well, I can't beat anybody if I have the same team as them. So um, I said, let me take a higher handicap guy. And I looked at some of his past finishes, and I thought Cincerello would be a great guy to go to. And, and he was. So he got 26 as well. And and where I went wrong was I went Osborne. Um, I I wasn't sold on him either, and I don't know why. Uh, he's just he's been hot or cold, um, but it was fine. And but in theory, I mean, he's this is a guy that could get fifth or sixth on the weekend, right? So um, I saw all of you guys had him as well. So I figured, I figured uh, you guys were at the race. Obviously, you must have know something. So that um, yeah, I took Osborne. He didn't get a ton of points, but uh, but in hindsight, the 450 team really wasn't that bad. It was the 250 team that sunk me. When you go to make your picks for the night, how close are you to the deadline, generally speaking, Paul, when you make your lock your lineup in? How close uh, are you? I'm usually about 30 minutes away. Like I don't run run it up so yeah. close as JT does. Oh, JT, you're, you're closer? Uh, normally, no. This weekend with Koga, I was about two minutes. Okay. All right. Dan, where are you at? I'm usually pretty set on a team because we start to tear the tent down right like when they close the pits, which is about like an hour or so before the night show. <clears throat> but this week uh, I had an early flight, so I was pretty late. So um, I, I was probably 10 minutes before lockout. Okay. Yeah, I'm, so. I normally – we got to do the fly show, uh, and then I got to go grab coffee, maybe some food. I like to take – after the last practice, take 10 minutes – uh, after the last 450 practice, and uh, yeah. and pick my time then. So that's like an hour. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty set on my team until I, I like had a safe team, and then I had a gamble team, and I, I right. couldn't. Decide. I don't. Ahead, I don't like relying on my phone in the pits, right? Because I'm up in the press box. So if I 
I don't like relying on my phone to change the team in the pits because of uh, traffic and and uh, you know LTE uh, you know data speeds. So I'm not big on that. Yeah. You know. The entire opening ceremonies, I, I am second guessing myself the entire time. <laughs> I I like to try to get my picks in like 30 minutes before closeout, so the so the users that did pay the extra money to see expert mm-hmm. picks, they can see right. where I'm at and they have time to make choices themselves. All right, Dan, 450s. Let's get into your bullshit team. All right, so my team, like I said, that I was going to go with was Dean Wilson, uh, Osborne, like you guys had. I was always Cooper Webb, never was changing that. And Blake Baggett, I was the only one of us that could pick Blake Baggett. Um, obviously, we've seen how fast Blake was in practice. He was fastest in times. So I was pretty set on my team, and Cunningham was my other guy. Those were my four guys pretty much from Wednesday on. I wasn't changing it. And then I get a, uh, Ben, who plays with us now, and he wasn't working because Chad was out. He's like, hey, I got some insight. And I was like, oh, boy. And he's like, we got to pick Alton right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and he's like, he's his trainer. He trains with or he works with Buddy Antonez, and he's like, he's been good. He's been training. He's good. He's faster. And I start looking at him, and he wasn't that bad. Like, he wasn't that bad. He, his heat race wasn't terrible. So I'm like, all right, so who do I change? And He's, everybody's telling me you have to pick Baggett, and I think I got lucky on that. I dodged a bullet that he didn't crush it. So I pulled Baggett and Wilson for Alton Wright and Cartwright. Yeah, I know. Why uh, not? Why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Perfect logic. So, 22nd and 23rd qualify. Yeah. Right. And I, and I knew I needed a little help, and this is why I'm upset with myself about the Koga pick, because... I gambled in the – if I'm going to gamble, you just gamble all the way, right? So I text Holiday like like Paul did, and he had Alton right. And I was like, man, you're on the same bandwagon as me. Um, and this is how I won back in the day. I used to pick guys like Alton right and Cartwright and Koga, and that's how, I, that's how you win. You, you can't win by picking the Chisholms and the Cunninghams. So, yeah, I went with Al, Alton right and Cartwright with a combined percentage of three, I think, um, of the two. And they crushed it. They got uh, – 36 and 34. So, yeah, those guys, Cunningham and Webb. It was a great team. And Roxon uh, led the first lap. So, Such I think bullshit. It's a great team. Such bullshit. So, and the, the Cartwright, Cartwright has been really close to making mains, right? He crashed out the last lap in Glendale. Um, so I don't think that was that big of a stretch. The Cartwright I'm okay with because of Glendale. Cartwright was gamble. 100%. It was, it was 100% gamble. And then Ben started telling me, remember when you picked him in Salt Lake City? And I was like, he was on a JGR bike, and but he did good that night. So, I, I don't know. It was a gamble. It was for sure a gamble, but we did have a little insight. Like, not that it changes anything, but, like, program was good. Everything was good. Wow. Uh, the insight doesn't necessarily always matter because we've had inside, inside, and it just blew up in our faces. So, you know. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. So. But when these riders know, like these privateer guys, like he was pumped, right? We got a text after, after the LCQ. Uh, you know, he had his guy text us and say, you know, you're welcome. You know, like they know, they know what they're out there doing. They either do it or they die. So. Bullshit. I just, it's bullshit. <laughs> Two guys picking him first man events of the year, twenty second and twenty third in qualifying. I mean, come on. Yeah. At least Koga with Koga, he you know he'd been close. He'd shown some speed. At least my guys have made men events before. They have national numbers. Cartwright is Koga, not. Koga's Car- number is pretty much his ranking. No, Koga would have a national number. He was just from Japan. They didn't get one. He would have had one. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah, I'm sure he got that from Supercross too, Steve. <laughs> listen, the Ottenwright and Cartwright is more bullshit than Koga all day long. But that's they all right, Dan. Made, Good job. They yeah. both made main events before. Cartwright has not made a 450 main event ever. Well, neither has Alton Wright. But, I mean, no, I think Alton Wright did. No, I think Alton Wright did. Either way. Yeah, I got lucky. But Okay. I'm all right. Fine. Well, uh, Dirty Al Green wrote down the uh, lead pipe walk of the week. Paul leads us with 223, Paul. So there's some sunshine on you for your day. Holy shit, I'm winning something? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had, Paul, you had McAdoo and Wilson for 53 points. Uh, Dan, you had Jay Wilson and Baggett, 54. I had 53. And McAdoo uh, and JT, you did the worst. You had McAdoo and Baggett at 39. So, uh, Paul, uh, Dan wins this week by one point. But Paul is ahead 227 to 206. I did good by dodging Baggett and, and Osborne this week. I yeah. think I did great. Right. Uh, and Deep Sleeper was 722. So. he doesn't. He's not a racer anymore. He struggles. He's not a racer. 
He do, he doesn't go in the first turn and try to come out anywhere up in the front. Do you want me to tell him that? I'll tell him that. You're not a racer anymore, Dan says. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, JT will back me up. We watched his practice start. We watched his racing starts. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not trying to get the whole shot. Flyracing.com. Please check him out on the web. Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, uh, many other guys wear fly racing out there. Justin Bogle as well, and and uh, Justin Brayton. I never talk about Brayton in fly racing for some reason. I don't know if it's a giant Honda wing JT that blurs me my vision, but. Justin Brayton wearing fly racing as well. He's been a fly racing guy for a number of years. Uh, please check him out at your local dealer or uh, online, uh, flyracing.com. Something something exciting for San Diego, JT. Military appreciation night. A bunch of teams are doing graphics and, and gear. and Yeah, so you guys are lining all that up. That'll be cool. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, we'll have some LE stuff that'll drop on Friday. Pretty okay. excited about it. Yeah, awesome. So look for that. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board as well. Inner West Hemp CBD products for high-impact athletes. Whether you're an athlete, an ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart, which is me, Inner West Hemp has a perfect product to suit your daily needs, ranging from CBD oil, uh, topical, topicals, gummies, and even a sleep support spray for that much-needed rest and recovery. Pulp 20 at innerwesthemp.com to save, save money, uh, 20% off for all of our listeners. They're all third-party tested, these products, uh, so you know exactly what's in there. And we're going to give away a weekly prize from those guys as well and a weekly prize from the folks at Motorsport and RJ Jerky as well. So, And by the way, people, by the way, you people are writing in to the info tab on Pulp Mex Fantasy complaining about the wagements. Stop it. Stop it. Know your wagements. Know your wagements. I mean, the one guy wasn't even complaining. He just told us we had it wrong. And then he said we also had his handicap wrong in the scoring. I just, I just, I can't take this. I mean, come on. I can't either. <laughs> so I the, one guy, the one guy like said, me. don't email people. Yeah. <laughs> He said he was a 16 when I clicked, or he was a 5 when I clicked on him, but a 16 in my results page. Yeah, like, stop it. All right, so know your wagements. Here we go. Uh, speaking of wagements, uh, we'll, we'll start with the jerky first. Uh, championship user from the previous event. Uh, we're going to give away three random prizes for you people. You don't even have to do that well. You could have done crappy like myself or Paul. And you're still going to get a, a prize here. So first up, for the um, jerky, it is uh, PKB. 324 motorsport gift card $25 H Hornet uh, 51 and uh, Inner West bring some jerky Inner West Hemp what could you bring jerky to the race yeah I can yeah, I really I really would like to try some jerky this weekend okay yeah. yeah you said that last week you didn't bring it okay will you guys text me or remind me or something Dubos 23 wins the uh, Inner West Hemp. So, um, thanks, guys. Thanks for playing. Thanks for those companies for doing it. Really appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's get into San Diego. JT, I need a weather report because this, this place has been all over the map in, in previous years. Oh, it's going to be good. Sunny and about 62, I'm showing. Uh, we're we're going to have a very nice day. Okay, thank you. Uh, San Diego, Paul, who do you like for San Diego? All right, um, let's see. New weekend. Let's see who we can pick. Well, Paul can't pick Mosman. I really like Mosman. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he's red on my screen, but if he's not red on your screen, I suggest you take him. Do, are you also my one hundred percent lead pipe lock of the week? Will you email Mike Marks Mosman? to ask him to make him available for you? How many times do you ask Marks to? to, to... I've texted him once. He's yet to reply. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I also like Cameron McAdoo and. Dang it, he's red on my screen. If he's not red on your screen, I would pick Cameron McAdoo as well. Um, I like those two. 28, 29. Put them on your team if you want to win. Okay. Um, All-star? Just Cooper, Forkner, Ferrandez? Pick pick a guy? I have Cooper right now um, at a three. I, 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 think, I think it's I'm fair to say that those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wise, very wise. Um, I think it's fair to say that those three are just head and shoulders better than everyone else. If everything goes to plan, they should be on the podium. But, um, yeah, it's scary. So uh, you could look at some of the higher guys, I guess, right? Jacob Hayes is an eight. I think I think all he has to do is get top nine. I think that's pretty safe to do. To do. He, he wasn't top nine this weekend, but he's been top nine every weekend previous. So uh, he's someone to look at as well. 
JT, would you suggest Koga for those who want to maybe get some momentum? Yes, but buckle up. That's my advice to right, you. Uh, right. Take a sedative and uh, just enjoy the ride. But, I mean, uh, there's still value there. You know, he qualified. Maybe he's learned, learned the way. Uh, but it's not going to be easy. I think you have to go in knowing that it, you're in for a wild ride like Mr. Toad. And then uh, just, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, enjoy yourself. Right. Uh, Moseman and McAdoo, JT, you agree with Paul there? Oh, yeah. My, my team is rock solid. I'll just give you my team. It's uh, McAdoo. Moseman, Michael Lieb, and Justin Cooper is my all-star. And my team is solid. I like Auberson, too. I like Auberson. But who are you, yeah. you going to pick Auberson over one of my guys? Over Lieb, perhaps? Really? Don't you feel? No, no. Really? No. Auberson got 10th at, uh, at uh, was it Glendale the week before? Yeah, Lieb got 11th at A1. What, what do you want? I think it was 12th, but anyways. Um. All right, so let's make this a little interesting. Dan, uh, you like those guys too, but let's say you're like Paul and McAdoo and Moseman are red on your screen. Who else do you like? Give us, give our listeners somebody else. Yeah, I think you can go with Derek Drake. I think uh, he's been getting better, stronger. He's a good starter. You could go with Derek Drake. I think you could go with Costello at a three. He mm-hmm. got 10th last weekend. I still think there's value there. He got his best career finish uh, at San Diego last year. So I think that he, you know, all these riders ride off of that. You know what I mean? Like, so, and I think Robbie Wageman, uh, number 72, you guys should sort it by numbers. Uh, at a five, I think he still has value there at a five. You do, uh, huh? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> if- he had a crash last week and still got 15th. So I think he's good. I, guys, I can't pick. Uh, I think Tanty's lost a little bit of value out of four, but I still think he's pickable. I mean, he got ninth last week, so you got to assume if he got a ninth, a four is pretty good. And then I really like Jay Wilson. I can't pick Jay Wilson, but out of six, I think he's a great pick. What about if you if, you, if you're scared of Koga? What about this Camparisi guy? Because he was close and he's made mains before. He's a twelve. Man, they are they are literally like out of the same. Yeah, they come yeah. out of the same the same womb. Uh, <laughs> they, they are crazy. Harmon just ate. I, I like Cheyenne. I know him personally a little bit, and uh, I helped him get some Honda contingency going last week or the week before. Uh, he had a garbage Oakland. Uh, he's he's made two or three mains this year. Keep an eye on him. Like I don't. I don't know why he had a garbage Oakland. Like he he crashed almost every time he hit the track. I don't know if he broke up with his chick. I don't know what was going on with him, but he was such a different guy in, in Oakland. So at a, at a, what is he? He's a, he's a 12. I, I keep, is. I keep an eye on, on Cheyenne Harmon. So. Yeah. He was really good at a two for some reason. And he was and good then. at, uh, uh, St. Louis, St. Louis. He was good too. Yeah. I so. mean, for an all-star, I think I really like, uh, Justin Cooper, as you guys talked about, but, you can go with Forkner, Dylan, and then some of these higher guys, even Alex Martin out of five, Hart Ref out of five. So I think there's uh, there's some good value there. Do you think, JT, like Auberson and Lieb are the same guy, and so Lieb has a seven, and that's why you go pretty there? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, they should both qualify, and they both should get double points pretty easily. Uh, you're just kind of gambling on who does a little better. But, yeah. In essence, they should be within two spots of each other on the results column if everything goes to plan. 100% lead pipe lock of the week. The global clear, clear global leader in off-road goggles. They make a lot more than that, though. They're officially licensed Geico merch. They've got technical fleeces. they got jackets. they got premium T-shirts, sport performance sunglasses. 100% is something for everyone on or off the track. Uh, the best part of this deal is if you listen to the podcast, put in Fantasy 25 at checkout to save 25%. On all casual apparel and accessories. Um, so thanks to those guys for making it happen. Um, I have some breaking news. Oh, I, breaking news! I just got a text, and I'm sending the picture in the group text. <laughs> Koga's bike is in the PC race shop. He is getting love from PC, and they are working on his bike right now. Oh um, <laughs> wow! This changes. This changes everything. This does change everything. Thankfully, so. JT and I do not need to worry. We are sitting back. We got our yep. points. You guys have fun with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, More power. So awesome. <laughs> He's getting a full once-over. Schneike is framing the bike right now, putting it back together. He has a full race bike, it looks like. So 
I just sent you guys the picture. <laughs> dangerous. More power is dangerous. And how did, who sent this to you, Dan? Like, why did they send this to you? Don't worry about my sources. Well, but did you ask about Koga and they sent <laughs> no, it? Or did... I, no, oh. I didn't. So uh, our truck is there. Uh, Chad stayed in California this week. And, oh, so uh, the, the guys are working at a pro circuit. Ah, okay. So and yeah, I, yeah. Just got a, I just got a text out of nowhere. Koga's getting some awesome treatment, and there's a picture. Nice. So, and they said, too bad you can't pick him, Dan. They think I can't, but I can. Uh, so 100% lead pipe block of the week. Paul, yours is Moseman. Yes, it is. Dan? Oh, McAdoo. JT? Hmm. I'll go McAdoo as well. What is – what's a 12 handicap and, like, a 20th place finish? What is that? Eight. 13 points-ish. Mm, not that good, huh? Um. So you get, what, 26? I'll go Moseman, too. I was going to go Harmon. But I don't know Harmon's – Harmon will be in the main event. Stamp that. Harmon's in the mid-event this week. Huge rebound, but I don't know about a, a lead pipe block of the week. Dan, first of the finish line, have you looked at the track? Have you analyzed this? Yeah, I still think I go Forkner. Anybody else got a thought on first of the finish line, Paul or JT? I'm going to send it. I don't probably. pick unless it's triple crown. What do I got to lose? Yeah, Paul's going to send it. He's got nothing to lose. Life itself. Um, okay, uh, Dan, by the way, what, whose jersey is up for, for grabs? Fly Racing, Justin Brayton. Nice. Good job. Um, yep. All right, 450s. Who did I start with for 450? Did I start with JT? Uh, Dan, 450. started 250s with Paul, I think. Oh, okay, well, Dan. It's a, full, it's a full lap, by the way, for anybody that hasn't looked at the track map. Okay. It's a complete lap all the way around the track to, to the finish line. So. Uh, is Zach Osborne, JT, going to burn us this weekend in San Diego? Oh, yeah. Uh, probably, but I don't think – Honestly, I don't – the way it's looking in the field right now, I don't think he does much better than fifth or sixth. So, so it won't be full. Yeah, he could, but I don't think it's going to be more than like a 30 or 32-point weekend for him. So right. it's not the end of the world. Uh, Benny Blossback. I mean, oh, sorry. Benny Blossback? Really could. Blossback? Should be, yes. Should be? Okay. Yep. He rode today. Uh, Dan, who do you who do you like for San Diego 450s? I just, I just picked the team. I really like Benny Bloss. He is back. He's, he rode again this week. I like Zach Osborne, mainly because you guys can't pick him, and it gives me something to cheer for. And then uh, I like Davalos. I think his handicap went up. He had a rough weekend, and I think he'll be, uh, I think he'll be good this weekend. How come, Dan, you're the, you're the Marty Davalos whisperer here. Um, yep. How come whenever I talk to Marty about his race, he always tells me he doesn't know what he's doing out there? Because he doesn't. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's I, not lying to you. He's always like, I don't know what I'm doing out there. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. geez, Marty, you got to pull it together here. He uh, he struggled in uh, in Oakland. He was bad. I thought he would be a lot better, but okay. Uh, I, I like Jason Anderson as an all star. I can't. Paul, I see who you've picked here. Okay. You're really going 22. Yeah, San Diego. He loves San Diego. He's going to have new special gear, special bike. I don't care about his ribs. He loves San Diego. He's an 11. Take, I'm taking him. I don't care what Dan says. I'm the Chad Reed whisperer this weekend. <laughs> wow. Dan, are you picking Chad Reed? Well, first I'm trying to get a text back to see if he's racing. So once I get that text back, <laughs> he's racing or not, then uh, then he might be on my team. So uh, I, if he's racing – then yes, I think he's on my team 100%. Uh, for what all the reasons Paul said, he loved San Diego. The reason he skipped Oakland was because he wanted he wasn't ready, obviously, and he wanted to race San Diego. So I think he does race, and I think he is on my team. Yes. Can I have your thoughts on this, JT? Who was it? Sorry, I missed it. Chad Reed. <laughs> um, I looked at him just now when I was picking my team. It's San Diego, which is why I think Paul picked him. But I I don't know, man. It, it's hard to race when you're not feeling great and your ribs hurt. He probably, if you want my crystal ball, I think he probably gets like 19th, which isn't terrible points-wise. Um, but I, I really try to stay away from guys who are injured. Like, it's just so easy to be like, fuck this, I can't breathe, I'm pulling off. All right. Um, who do you else do you like, JT? My team right now, as we sit, is Blake Baggett. Um, 
kind of, well, he should have done really well last weekend and didn't, so we have an opportunity here. I have Benny Bloss. Hopefully he um, is okay and doesn't get dizzy or have any post-concussion symptoms. I don't think he will, um, but he's an 11, so there's a lot of points to be had there. And I have Kenny Roxon because I think he's pretty much going to be a podium thread the rest of the way. I don't think a two is really a stretch for him. And then uh, I have Chiz at nine, and I, I'm not 100% on Chiz being there yet. I'm, he's He could certainly be traded out, so could Benny, um, but that, that's my team for now. And, and if I go racing with that team, I'm okay with it, but we'll see how practice goes. Honda came out and said Kenny's foot is fine, but that worries me a little bit. If he rides practice and he's good, yeah. I have no worries at all. Okay. Paul, who do you like? I like Jason Anderson as my all-star to get. Uh, he's a four. He has to get top five. Hasn't been worse than fifth all season. Um, <clears throat> I like Blake Baggett. Back-to-back whoop sections. Four bad weekends in a row. He's got to turn around here sometime. Um, I think he's going to look good in the be- from the get-go, and I'm hoping he'll put in a good ride. I mean, this is he could be end up on the podium, so I'll put him on my team. And, yeah, Chad Reed. San Diego. He took off Oakland so he could be at San Diego, like Dan said. I like him at 11. Um, I mean, he's in the main event for sure. And uh, so, yeah, he's on my team. I think Cunningham is somebody to look at for sure, but but uh, right now I'll go Benny Bloss as my fourth guy just based on what you guys said and him being at 11. Uh, Benny should be in the main event um, and should be able to beat one person to get double. So um, that's my team. I can't take Osborne. I think he's someone for sure to look at. I think Alex Ray is worth looking at at a ten. Um, I also Marty, you don't, you don't think Marty's worth? You don't think Marty's worth looking at? I have Devalos and Bowers highlighted on my list here, but um, I'll wait and see how Marty looks in practice. If he's if he does what he did at Anaheim too, and he's crazy fast, and again back to back whoop sections, that could be a great track for Marty. But I'll wait and see on Marty for now. Is Dakota Tedder? Has he been on the entry list every week? Or yeah. Is this... yeah, he's he's coming back at some point. Okay. All right. I thought yeah, I know I've never seen him, so I'm like, hey, he's Dakota Tedderback. But yeah, all right. So how, how's K, how's your Cade Clayson dude? Is he good now, or are we no. gonna make one of these? No, no, we're done. Okay, we're done. Okay. Is he a deep sleeper still? No, no, no. Um, he's got a bad thumb. He's riding and trying to get work through that. I, I think you could still look at Cartwright. I think he can. He still makes main event. What's up with Polatelli? Is he hurt? Has been there. Because Austin will be there if it's if he was just skipping it for travel purposes. Yeah, but I think if you got to pick between those two, I think you go Cartwright. Jerry? Anybody? They're not racing. Uh, They're not racing, right? I thought Jerry was. Mm, I thought they were getting ready for Tampa. Okay. Could be maybe. Wrong. Maybe. Um, Vince Freeze at a four is not a terrible pick either. I agree, Dan. I just don't like all the whoops. Yeah. I think the start, the start is favors the start here a lot, it looks like. Baggett and Reed scare the hell out of me. I mean, yeah. if Chad races, yeah, yeah. I think he's the pick. Remember but. when you picked Koga last weekend? Yeah, but I just, you just had a feeling with Koga. Well, we'll have to see how you feel on, on Saturday then. What do you plan on eating? Yeah, I don't know. I'll go, go see what Chad's got over there, and then I'll do some recon. Um Steve, why don't you come for our uh, for our for our fantasy meeting this week? He has at, a fly. At, at he has a fly show that. Yeah, I think we do the fly thing at the same time. I, I don't know. Yeah, you keep you keep well, bringing this up. We're busy at that time, bro. Sort your priorities out. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, I'll be there. Okay, I, I didn't know there was a secret <laughs> fantasy meeting though. Like that sucks. I want to go there. We have fans that circle around and everything. It's pretty legit. really for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah so do we. Yeah. A few hundred. Yeah. JT, we're not trying to compare it to your thing. Calm down. You're trying to steal my guy. No, we're not. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, is Chiz still decent, JT, at a nine? Yeah, he's on my team. Okay, all right. Yep. What was he last week? 11, right? He was 11? 11, yeah. Okay, so Cunningham went down one. Chiz went down two. Chiz beat him, so I get it. Uh, the Bear at a seven? God, Bear looks tired out there a lot. Think yeah, I, I think I'm out. I would rather pick Marty at a six. Yep, I agree. Uh, deep sleeper, anybody? Has anybody got one? Yeah, I think it's still Cartwright, and I mean, I don't know how deep of a sleeper that is, but he's a 13. He's guaranteeing points right, right. if he makes it. So I what think a, Cartwright's 
What about Claremont? He was in position until A-Ray bumped him out on the last lap. He was going to make the main event. Jason Claremont with a yellow cow- Cowie. Yeah, I, I don't know about that bike. I'm out. <laughs> okay. I think Andy Knapp is still there as a sleeper. He It's going to get tougher with for him with riders coming back to the series, but he's got to get in one of these weeks. I don't know. I mean, Chad and Bloss are back this week. I know. I, I just yeah. I prefaced it with that, but it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, all right. 100% lead pipe lock for 450s. Uh, I'll, just, I'll go... I'll go Benny Boss, but I mean, I just just because I'm going, I don't want to steal the thing, but yeah, Benny Boss, Dan, Martin Davalos, JT, Zach Osborne, Paul, Blake Baggett. All right, 100% lead pipe block of the week, fantasy, uh, fantasy 25 at checkout to save. All right, uh, Justin Brayton jersey up for grabs too. By the way, people, uh, for the winner this week. Thanks for playing, everybody. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you, 100%. Inner West, Hemp, Fly Racing, Pro Taper, all on board. And, of course, Yamaha also as well. I rode my blue crew this morning. Is uh, It's just an amazing feeling when you get on a Yamaha. It, your life just feels so much better. Um, all right, JT, Paul, Dan, anything else, boys? I think that's it. All right. We'll reconvene next week. Have fun, everybody. Thanks for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. See ya. See ya.